I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello. Well, this is something a little bit different. Firstly, I'm Stu. Uh, I'm the I'm the kind of best one um, out of uh, Chris and Stu. Um, Chris can't be bothered to be here today. Uh, he's probably snowboarding or, well, no. The reality is he's um, he's currently um, spending a little bit of time trying to kind of have some last moments uh, with his foreskin before his uh, upcoming circumcision. So it's not for me to come between. Um, a friend and their foreskin so it's just a little bit of um, final bit of bonding um, before off it goes so anyway this episode today this is a patreon episode um, and we put these out every Wednesday Um, but what we're doing this week is every day we're releasing what we think is a really fun episode um, that we've put out on patreon uh, and we're putting it out for you a lot for free so essentially you get to experience what what patrons get every week and then hopefully the plan is when we we sat down uh, around a big a big cha- a big table and chairs uh top floor of a, a really posh central london office like looking out over the thames me and chris were in suits our hair slicked back uh having one of our uh very intense um marketing meetings at one point uh like i threw a glass of whiskey at him it got really fucking heavy um, but that's what happens when your co-host still thinks it's funny to photograph, um, to photocopy his testicles uh, and distribute uh, those images. Um, so what we're hoping is, from that marketing meeting, is that if we give you five episodes for free and give you a real insight as to what you get each week on Patreon, then ideally you'll come over and become a Patreon and join the family. Um and I say join the family, and that sounds really sinister, but there is a, 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 a lovely community over there, and you know you can be as involved in that as you want, um, or you can just enjoy the episodes. And what you also get on Patreon, let's break that down. So on Patreon, you get another episode every Wednesday. You also get um, to watch all the episodes. We put all the videos of, of every episode we do up on uh the, the the patreon page and it's it's like a it's like a facebook page really so we post pictures on their videos episodes and then there's comments below and then all of the patreons comment and chat and this is then since created whatsapp groups and they all go out and they go to comedy nights together and and all sorts of stuff it's, it's a really lovely little family over there um, but not not all patreons are involved in that some just just go for the uh the the the, the, the content um and so yeah I guess that's all I wanted to say, really. But you can find out about Patreon. Um, the, it'll be in the show notes. But 
It's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com forward slash hardcore listing. So go over there. There's a video over there of me, Pip, Gal Porter, um, talking about what you get if you sign up. And it doesn't cost a lot of money and you can stop it at any given point. Um, and yeah, but you'd be really helping support the podcast and, and help us kind of, you know, pay for all the bits and pieces that we have to do to, to give you two episodes every week. Um, anyway, enough waffle from me. Um, let's really lower the tone now um, with some piss poor waffle and drivel. Um, please enjoy it. Uh, your free hardcore listing Patreon episode. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present hardcore listing the podcast. Hello, Patreons. How are you all? I hope you're doing well. So, welcome to another episode of Hardcore Listing. It's your favourite podcast with your favourite hosts, Nana Whiffin, and sitting opposite me, Willie Yum Yum. All right? All right, mate. Yeah. Have you yes. up um, added to the mustard wardrobe? Um, no, um, <laughs> no, oh, my t-shirt. Yeah. So yeah. I've, I've always, I've always had the mustard jumper and the mustard t-shirt. It's just, you ah. usually see the mustard jumper. Yeah. We're coming into summer now. So, uh. um, I'll probably wear this for the next six weeks. So, you know, you'll get this on a few videos. I'm going to get, I'm going to get a uh, new clothes. So oh, yeah? what a nice treat will that be for, uh, predominantly my girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, um, so my hairdresser come around this morning, and uh, did he? Like, yeah, and uh, he, he's actually cheaper than just going to the the, the Turkish barbers around the corner. I know, I know. And uh, tell. And uh, <laughs> anyway, so he, he he was around at like half eight this morning. Connor, I shout him out, and uh, he's about my stamp. And he went, Do "You, uh, what size shoes you got?" And I was like, 10. He went. But you're fitting a nine and a half. I went, don't know. And he went, well, I've just got two pairs of Vans that I've never worn, and they're sitting in my car, and I'm just going to give them away if you want them. Mm. Gave me these, like, uh, like uh, what do you call it? Like, not a full boot, like a demi boot. Like, the kind of skate boot, like the, the ankle oh, boot. Oh, an- yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, these fucking super fucking cool green Vans. Mm. I was like, mate, and then he went, oh, you got these ones as well, and they're like very similar, but the trainer version. I was like, sure. did you say, oh, they're lovely, but I've got obviously I need to dress my age. Like, and I was like, do you know what? This forty-nine-year-old needs that right <laughs> now. <laughs> and uh, yeah, and then he went, oh, would you, do you want this? And it was like a brand new, still had like the tags in it, Levi's shirt. And I was like, like a denim shirt. And I was like, yeah, all right. So yeah, I. Uh, Got some new clobber this morning. Is that your? Um, is that the shirt you're wearing now? No, no. Oh, okay, that looked uh, denim. No, this isn't. No. Oh, um, sorry. But yeah, like just uh, gave me obviously a nice little tip for uh, for the haircut. But uh, mm. yeah, what 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 a fucking good start to the day. And uh, yeah, anyway, uh, now you're talking to me. I'm sorry, mate. That's all right. When did we last speak? Have, have I have I discussed Budapest yet? No. So let's, went, uh, let, hold on, hold on. Let's have a little word from our sponsors. Mm. Hardcore Listing. 
Okay, first up, we have a brand new message from our sponsor, love-beer.co.uk. Charles says, we're delivering to home and office bars in and around London, including Essex, Kent, Hertfordshire and more. We're a one-stop shop for everything you need to pour a beer at home, from installation of the equipment through to delivering kegs straight to the bar. This year, with Rugby and World Cups, we're also developing our hire equipment with a quick and easy-to-use solution to have kegs at home. For about 3 20 a pint, we can install a keg with all the equipment you need to pour beer for up to two weeks. Yes, yes, all the equipment we provide can dispense up to two kegs at the same time. So if you wanted a lager and one of my amazing craft beers we featured previously on the podcast, then the per pint cost will be even lower and the equipment we use will keep it pouring properly for the full two weeks without you having to do a thing. The only thing you have to do is go to love-beer.co.uk. Bangboomcreative.com. That's where you need to go for the very best in film, photography and production work. Absolutely. Handsome Luke and his team over at Bang Boom have been proud sponsors of ours for bloody ages. Yeah, and we can tell you two things about them. Number one, their stuff is excellent. They work for massive global brands, charities and companies of all shapes and sizes. The content they create does really, really deliver. We've done shoots with Luke. Uh, Loads of the people, our partners over at the network and our mates have done shoots with Luke. Always banging and they're always getting results. Yes, yes. And number two, they're just bloody nice to work with. The team at Bang Boom always give it their all. The business ethics are sound and they're a bunch of warm, proper, decent people. So if you need some great visuals from a truly excellent company, check out bangboomcreative.com. Sponsors of Hardcore Listing. The world can seem like a strange and sometimes dangerous place. With Summer Academy helping you with your martial arts training, you can always feel safe. Dangerous loners are everywhere. They come across as harmless board game geeks or indie music fanatics, but the reality is far more sinister. Yes, yes. Wrenchy Simon James has been training karate for over 32 years and teaching for 28. He knows through first-hand experience that martial arts can give you the stress release you've been looking for. It can teach you life lessons along with fitness and, more importantly, peace. At Sama, he teaches karate, kickboxing, tai chi and MMA to all ages, from children as young as four to the very elderly, even Stu. What? Aside from that, he also teaches ladies self-defence, self-defence courses, team building courses, corporate training days, apprenticeships to become a martial arts instructor for SAMA. Yeah, he even teaches a parent and baby self-defence course. That's defence while carrying your child, not defence against maniacal murder babies, because we all know there's no defence against them. So go hit Simon up at sama-academy.co.uk. There you go. And we're back. Thank you, Sponsor Unis. I think she was about to give us his Budapest story. I went to Budapest with Big Papa Jay um, <clears throat> and another 12 uh, fellas, uh, all about my age-ish. I would all say like all sort of mid to, to late uh, 40s, a couple in their 50s. And uh, knew most of them. Yeah, it, it, did, it, it did look quite old. It looked like one foot in the grave reunion, to be honest with you, mate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And At an airport. Obvi- obviously, in the middle of it, you've got Benjamin Button here. And, uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so fucking hell, right? So, uh, yes, we are all old, right? Mm. Uh, and so we get there, and uh, I've got to tell this story. It's fucking mental, right? So we get in the minibus, uh, and I get to catch up with people that I ain't seen for sort of three or four years. 
and uh, and it's really nice. We'll That's nice. And then all of a sudden we get a phone call that there's a guy coming that um, none of us ever met, and he's a relation of the bride. Uh, and I think the groom's met him twice, uh, and he's coming Amazing. right. But he's phone to say, "Yeah, running late, lads." And uh, so we're all sitting in the minibus for the airport. Absolute uh, wild card. Half hour late, right? No. Gets on the bus. Oh, lads. And, like, and obviously everyone's, everyone's too polite to go, fuck's sake, mate. Everyone's like, all right, let's not make him feel, anyone feel awkward or out of place. Yeah. So uh, we get on a plane, right? And uh, obviously airport beers, uh, Big Papa Jay's there. Everyone's getting overexcited. <laughs> uh, get on the plane. Um, I sit next to Big Papa Jay. Uh, next to the aisle is this Italian girl, about, about 28. Um, looks a little bit nervous. My mate Steve sitting the other side of her. And Justin has to then start having a conversation with her. And thank God she was fucking great. Like a proper laugh, right? Within three minutes, I mean, bear in mind, but we was four rows from the front. By the time the drinks thing left us, so they'd only gone past four rows of seats, there was no whiskey left on that aeroplane. Right? <laughs> oh, it's God. fucking ridiculous, right? Uh, so within about two minutes, Justin's talking to her. Bosh spills a drink all over her lap. Right? Oh, he doesn't. Uh, I'm like fucking. Hell. He's like, sorry, 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 sorry. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I'll buy you a watch. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> She's like, no, I'm all right. And no, 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 no. I'll buy you one of them little planes. Like, I'll buy you something. Sorry. And uh, anyway, gets another drink. About five minutes later, spills that one all over her. He doesn't. Uh, she oh, gets up no. and goes to the bathroom. He's going, I don't know what's wrong with me. Uh, and then spills another drink all over her seat and coat uh, that was <laughs> on the chair. <laughs> really? It's unreal. Right? She comes back. He's panicking, <laughs> clearing the seat up. Sits down. Why did they open all the whiskey? What drinks is he spilling? Is it, uh, is it whiskey his whiskey and, and coke? coke? Yeah. Are these fresh right. whiskey and cokes he keeps spilling? Yeah, like he bought so much. It's ridiculous, right? Uh, so he's literally putting all her he's fucking cans of Coke all over her little table and stuff like that as well. Anyway, after about the third or fourth drink, he's spilled all over her in her seat. <laughs> Steve gets up to come home and goes, oh, how are you doing? Bosh spills another one all over her. <laughs> it was like... <laughs> <laughs> fucking oh. insane, right? And yeah. like... Uh, and then obviously she's now must be thinking, who are these people? Uh, my mate Steve goes, don't feel threatened. We're all married. I was like, that's the most threatening thing you can say right now. <laughs> that's fucking terrifying. Don't think uh, about, don't think <laughs> about any sort of like sexual assault. Whatever you do, don't think about sexual assault. Absolutely, I'm married. Fine, it's fine, it's fine. Relax. Anyway, she was really good fun, and thankfully yeah. was just like cracking up at like the fucking madness. So, uh, oh, we, my we, Lord. So we get off the, the, the plane, right? We get off the plane mm. at, what, maybe 10 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Get picked up by a limousine uh, with our tour guide in it, who is mm. going to be looking after us for that day, uh, called Sarah, lovely lady, uh, and a lap dancer uh, mm. or stripper. I don't know what, you, mm-hmm. what the, the, the correct terminology is these days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but essentially, it's a woman that's going to take all of her clothes off and lap dance the Hero. room. <laughs> yeah, yeah, hero. In the back of the limousine, right? So we've Brilliant. all like literally crawled in this limousine. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, 
matey boy, who's half hour late, I should also say, he's drunk all the alcohol, right? And was getting a little bit sort of over familiar with people on the plane. Like a little bit, li- li- no, not over familiar, but like. I know. Just a little bit kind of like didn't get the jokes yeah. and was like, I mean, you just think, oh, I don't know if he's going to fit in here. Yeah. But I thought, he, you know, it's early in the morning, we've all had a drink. Anyway, we get in there and, uh, yeah, it was quite odd. Uh, I won't say what he said to the tour guide. Uh, but so we, we've then, like, basically got got to the, 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 the hostel, uh, maybe 11 in the morning, dropped our stuff off, lovely sunny day, let's go and find a nice pub uh, and, and you know, get some food and sit and have some beers. Yeah. Hopefully outside or something like that. Perfect, perfect. Right, let's get this fucking party going, right? I'm going to get a load of coke in, yeah? Who said uh, this? Like, new guy, right? So everyone's like, no, you're right, mate. And he's like, no, 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 fuck, it's a stag, isn't it? We've got to get on it. And everyone's like, no, you're right. Anyway, he disappears, right? Uh, well, he just, now, goes he get, just goes. Yeah, right? Every now and again, you just see him going past on the back of a random scooter, right? And then, like, <laughs> fucking, he turns up, like, here we go, boys. Right, who's in? Uh, not really, mate. It's, it's 11 in the morning. Like... <laughs> Ah, come on, we gotta get on it. Come on, ah. Uh, nah, you alright, mate? Fucking hell, fucking hell. Right, so he's 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 there for about another half hour. Well, I tell you what, let's let's bring the love, MDMA. And everyone was like, um, not really, mate. We're gonna have some some food first. And uh, right, I'll go and get it. It disappears again. Comes back. Right, who wants some? Uh, nah, you alright, mate? Like. Uh, we, we, we're good. And then I think at that point, like, Big Papa Jay was like, dude, I think you're reading the room wrong. <laughs> like, uh, he went, mate, I just want to fucking go mad. He went, I reckon if you stick with me by about two o'clock, you'll regret saying that. Like, because I thought, fucking, don't try and be mental around him. Because <laughs> <laughs> you yeah, ain't going to exactly. win. Like, <laughs> His idea of going mad is just like like a, a traditional, probably take some drugs and, and say, be offensive to someone, you know. Yeah. Whereas J- Justin's mad is like... Different universe. Yeah, he's actually mad. <laughs> he's already... <laughs> he's already hosed some poor passenger in whiskey and coke four yeah. times. Yeah. So... uh He's like, right, no, nah, nah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go and fucking get on it. Uh, anyway, then we got some kind of anxiety-ridden, kind of weird message at about seven o'clock that night. Then the groom got a message from his missus saying, uh, "Yeah, don't appear to have all gone well. Uh, <laughs> he's on a flight home <laughs> already. <laughs> it lasted about seven hours. Like, <laughs> took, took all the drugs." <laughs> And then just went home. <laughs> it's good in it. That's what? insane, it man. It really was. It really was. And needless to say, come one o'clock in the morning, Big Papa Jay in a karaoke bar. They refused to let him sing Small Town Boy by Bronski Beat. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what he got up to sing. He got In the end, he got on stage, uh, said, right, everybody, let's just get off with each other. <laughs> Dom and then removed him from the stage. <laughs> <laughs> you can picture it, can't you? I can, yeah, I can. 
Oh, yes. Oh, man. I so love that the fact the that, guy, that guy couldn't even last the first day. And, and what a terrible idea to go home once you'd taken all the drugs. Yeah, he to must get have back had... on the plane must have been the most awful experience of your life. Yeah, and he's got to realise that everyone on that stag group thought he was an he was a bit of a dickhead as well. Oh, hundred percent. It was so weird, so weird. It was like, who is he? And like, and I mean, some people do burn bright for a very short amount of time. <laughs> uh, he certainly did. About seven hours. Um, that's a fucking expensive trip. Like, weren't even a day out. That's embarrassing. Like, oh, do you know what? I've got um, I've got stag do on Saturday, and yeah. I'm the I am the wild card. I don't know anyone going, and I've done it a few times, and I I, I like doing it really. Uh, it's Ed's Ed Kiggins stag do. Ah, lovely. And uh, we're going to Ascot races. Never nice. been to a horse race in my life. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm sure I'm going to get uh, savaged in that. To be quite honest with you, but he's quite handsome. I reckon he's got cool mates. I reckon. Oh, like, no. I reckon that you're, they're, they're probably just kind of. They'll either feel sorry for you or bully you. Ah, uh, you know what? I'm all right with the bullying. To mm. be quite honest with you, um, I don't have the right. Like, I, 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 I pulled out a sh- an old jacket and a fucking shirt and jeans and I look like a right old chod I just don't look like myself I look you know what I look like I look like somebody who's going to the races and that's not exactly they're gonna rock up looking like fucking Hardy Cumberbatch you Clarkson no I look like Jeremy Clarkson I do I do I've got a bit of big fat gut at the moment there'll be a few quid floating about there that day like and uh, I reckon you'll try and keep up with them. It'll all go wrong. And before you know it, the crescendo of the night, they'll all be wearing pig's heads hanging out the back of you. Well, at least, there's a, at least there's a silver lining there. <laughs> Every cloud. <laughs> yeah. As long as I'll do anything, as long as I get to that point. So what? I mean, because they get a laugh. <laughs> is, there, is there more to the, the stag do before we move on? Is like because that was day one. Or was like was was a lot of the drama in day one, and then. Yeah, pretty. You know, it is. people First day, Everyone gets excited, don't they? And then second day, you start to realise that you're forty nine. And <laughs> uh, yeah, we did go in a strip club on the second day, mm. uh, and it was free to get in. But then, if you wanted to stay there, mm. <laughs> yeah, if you wanted to stay there, it was what was it? Thirty five quid to stay there, and I think my mate bought a Jack Daniels and Coke, and I think it cost him about 20 quid. Uh, and one of them stayed, though. We all just fucked off at that point. One of them stayed and had a dance, and apparently she like was giving him a lap dance, and obviously he had a drink, and uh, I think like he had to put the money for the dance in her cleavage. Mm-hmm. Uh and then literally, I think as she was like taking something off, she went, oh, are you going to get me a drink? And he went, uh, would you want a glass of, glass of champagne? And she went, oh, a bottle. And he went, oh, I ain't getting you a bottle. <laughs> she just walked off. <laughs> That's brutal, isn't it? A bottle, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, if a Jack Daniels and Coke's 20 quid, a bottle's going to set you back about 300 quid in there. It was it's like, insane. It was insane. And it's like, um, yeah, I mean, I guess it's there must be stag parties that are, I've got a lot of money that just don't give a shit about stuff like that. But, mm. and also, it was just a bit bleak. Yeah. It was like, oh, do you know what? Like, I mean, like, that girl who got in the bloody car with like however many of you guys, you know, how 
brave have you got to be that to do that? You, you know? imagine some of the stag parties that might have been in them limos. Like yeah. we 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 were having dinner one night in this like bar, and there was this massive like party of like these Irish lads on the stag do. And like literally, like one of them threw a, like, a glass like Begbie style over the fucking mezzanine floor to the floor below. Like it was like, I mean, and there was a poor geezer with them who was their guide. We had like Sarah, our guide, like that takes you on the guided pub tours and that. And like we just was like just chatting to her, just going like, look, you can fuck off if you want. You ain't got to stick about all night, like mm. because it was fucking horrible. And it's that's, like, that's so so sad, man. And so like, sad. and I just thought if them boys got in that limo that with, with, with that that stripper that would have been fucking horrid thankfully we're all not turbo cunts and like mm. and weren't like Wee! do you know what i mean it was mm. all just like oh this is awkward and yeah like, you, when you got back to your hotel room that night you had a wank about it six well there you go that's the polite way isn't it well big papa jay um <clears throat> while we're talking about him obviously uh that's a nickname uh, a self-appointed nickname he decided to call himself that uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that brings us on nicely to today's episode. Yeah, it does. Uh, nicely. We're, we're 20 minutes in before we've even done top five. But I imagine this top five could be quite a quick one anyway. In and out. So that's that was my nickname. Um, top five nicknames. I've gone, for, mm-hmm. I've gone for like mates. What have you gone for? Mostly mates, a couple of TV people, one right. who's a TV personality and a person I know. Yeah. Right. Okay. Do you want to start yeah. then? Um. By the way, shout out to Kevin Putman for picking this one. Kev, we hope you're well. Um. Interestingly, Kevin's nickname when I worked with him was Kevin Putman, not Kevin Putman. Um. It wasn't that. It wouldn't have been the right place to be calling someone Butman. But um. Anyway, um, anyway, sorry, climb out losing of track, and yeah, uh, yeah. and then start. That'd be great. All right, carpet boy. <laughs> <laughs> like I've like carpet boy was a lad that was on the periphery of my friendship group, so he was almost mythic, <laughs> mythical, like a unicorn. And every now and then, someone mentioned carpet boy, and I'd be like, "Who the fuck is this carpet boy?" Like here, like every like year, I'd hear his name crop up like once. And and like then I've I've only met Carpet Boy once and Carpet Boy is basically looks like Carpet Boy should. That's <laughs> an incredible <laughs> nickname. <laughs> it's so offensive because basically he just works at a carpet store and people just found him very boring and called him Carpet Boy. How derogatory and it just stuck like obviously all nicknames stick. I've had plenty of unkind ones. And um Carpet boy, I just think that's incredible. Like, how dull and awful is that? Oh, what's your nickname, Carpet Boy? Why is that? So I work at a carpet shop. <laughs> <laughs> it's not clever. It's not witty. It's dry. It's dull. It's offensive. And, uh, it is offensive, and and bless him, he wasn't like. He's like the he's like the opposite of Justin. Not even saying that like just. Justin isn't something we should all aspire to be by Definitely any shot, of the, shot of the imagination. Not. But at the same time, like if you had Justin and you sort of like did a reverse negative image of him, you would just get Carpet Boy, basically. <laughs> very safe. Yeah. You know what you're getting with Carpet Boy? A standard, you know, very probably a very reliable, trustworthy guy. But unfortunately, 
Yeah. Okay. Carpet well, boy. well, I've got one that's really derogatory. Okay, uh, <laughs> and it's up there with Carpet Boy in regards okay. to being so nondescript. <laughs> and 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 mm. this girl was was really nice as well. Um, mm. She was a bit ditzy. Is that a word you can still say? I don't know. I uh, I, I, uh, I think yeah, men and but, women can uh, be both be ditzy. I guess yeah. And when we started college, she uh, she she was there and uh, and. I don't know why, like this, where this name come from, uh, but my mate Pete dated her for a while, and I think Nick from Math and Manliness may even have dated her for a little while. And mm-hmm. I know when it sort of got round to my mate Rich, like it was like, oh, uh, like, <laughs> and the name was set in stone by then anyway, and it was like, what are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm uh, I'm going out with Crapbird. God. Crap bird. <laughs> oh God! That was her name. Oh, Crap God. bird. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, and yeah. it wasn't even like a, a nickname you're trying to abbreviate it. So it wasn't even abbreviated to crap. It was just like, mm. oh, it's crap bird. Can crap. I ask? It's so <laughs> offensive. Can, can, can I ask why? Just because she just... was just a bit crap. <laughs> like, and it's so that's so yeah, offensive it is. It because is. it's not like it oh is. she was called crap bird because uh, she shit herself. Or nah. uh, she was crap at something. Yeah, yeah. She just, we just decided that. Mm. I imagine it was Nick that gave her that name. Mm. Uh, but, <laughs> oh, God. I just like, and when I was doing this list, and, like, and I was just thinking of like people that were floating around my college and stuff like that, and like, and <laughs> I went on a double date with, mm. was it Rich? I think. Mm. Who was dating Crapbird, mm. and I, I t- went out on like a double date with with her mate, mm. uh, and we was, I think it was in my car, and I think Rich and Crapbird like sort of went for a walk <laughs> in the park mm. for a, a, mm. a kiss and a cuddle, mm. uh, and I sat there in the car, and uh, <laughs> I just remember going, "Why do you call Claire Crapbird?" <laughs> oh God! And I was like. I don't know. I think, I think, like you know, I think Nick Nick made it up, and I obviously passed the blame straight away mm. uh, and threw Nick under the bus. Mm. But uh... hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win, and support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. 
In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Imagine if like, your nickname was like Crap Man. Oh, no. Or crap. Oh, you know Crap Chris. Why is I he mean, Crap Chris? He's just, he's just a bit crap, isn't he? I mean, one of my nicknames was the Grop. My first original nickname was the Grockle. And, and it's not even a word, but my best mate was like, you're just this annoying, you're like a goblin. You're just a bit annoying like a goblin. Yeah. You're like, you're, you're irrelevant and like skinny and meek. Yeah. You're a grockle. Uh, but at least in that it had its own, at least it was unique. I think it was unique and it was also probably something you could say in public other than just calling you a cunt. Yeah, 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 it's just, exactly, yeah. Top Cunt was another nickname I had. But again, I, ju- I feel like there was something, at least a oh, little right, bit Tom of inven- Cruise, fuck inventiveness off. with that. Yeah, I was, I was just a fiend with Top the cunt. beaver, wasn't I? Yeah. Like, no. Yeah, TC. No. Yeah. Top Cunt. Yeah, you know, Top Cunt he's Chris. A, oh, he's a menace with the minge. Like, oh, yeah, but Crap Bird, yeah, that is bad, isn't it? And, I, and, I, and I, do you know what? I'd like to think maybe what would come out of this, and we can recognise how terrible this is, because kids are... Awful. And it's not even kids. You you were like young adults at that point. Yeah, when and, we were seventeen, eighteen. And um and it's you know, hopefully I'll teach my kids be careful with that sort of shit. Because mm. it, it you know, words words can stick with people and mm. then that can be a constant thing that over the years can fucking send someone fucking sideways, man. Um Keep it light, top cunt, fucking hell. Alright. Um all right, right. What am I going to go with then? Uh, I'll keep it like Ratty and the Nonce. Oh, they're they're good names. They're uh, good names. Yeah, from Afterlife. If you've if you anyone's ever seen it, um, it really made me chuckle. Like um, uh, Ricky Gervais's um, uh, shrink basically is uh, Dennis Penis, isn't it? Mm. And um, what's it? What's the actor's name? Don't make me try and guess because it'll be embarrassing. Paul Kay. Paul Kay. Oh, you so would have gone for Peter Kay then as well. Nah, I was going to go for Paul Bettany, who's a completely different actor. Um, yeah, and Paul Kay's just a twat. He's just an idiot. He's all the things that he's, he's just, he, he's basically a sort of like a a ar- archetype of to- toxic masculinity as well, isn't he? He's like insecure and lost himself. And uh, he likes to go out with drinks with the lads. Probably... One of Ratty and Nont, the nonce, one of those guys was probably this lad who came away with you on, on that stag dude. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I'm well up for it. Yeah. Why is he called the nonce? And, uh, but it is really funny in, in Afterlife when they meet him in the pub. And then, that, you know. Have you seen the outtakes of that scene? That's what I mean. Like, guys, oh. if you haven't seen it, look at the, go and watch Afterlife outtakes yeah. season one and see those two start listing off their nicknames for each other. And he's just fucking. He's he's honestly tear tear inducing, yeah. isn't it? Like they're they're all offense. You know, obviously they're offensive nicknames. Yeah. Um, that they throw at each other, but they're you know obviously they're creative in a, in in that sort of crass way. Yeah. So you know it is. It, I just think Ratty and the Anonce really did fucking get me, and those outtakes are just absolutely oh. give you life. Brilliant. Who was I talking to yesterday about? I was actually doing a, a podcast, and someone was telling me that. The name of their school bus driver used to play Iron Maiden, like Iron Maiden, really loudly, uh, and he was called Ratty. 
And I just thought, oh, that literally sounds so cool. A school bus driver that was into metal called Ratty. Yeah, like, it's quite cool. I mean, whether Ratty turned out to be a nonce, I don't know. Like, mm. uh, but yeah, Ratty and the nonce. Good shout. Good shout. What's so all you on, mate? Um, well, I'm, I'm going to go for. Uh, I've got a couple of. Uh, I'll, I'll get my honourable mentions in later. Uh, so Nick Noyes or, or Nick Hogburn of Math of Manliness, right? Um, Nick Noyes self-appointed uh, because he used to turn his guitar up to ten when everyone else was playing at eight, and it, every time we just have arguments all the time because he turns his guitar up. And so, uh, yeah, he he referred to himself as Nick Noyes, uh, <laughs> and, and and some people called him Noyes, and it sort of stuck. Uh, but he's still in my phone. And I'll show you, and I'll show the, the, the people that are watching this. Uh, where's my contacts? Uh, uh, when we first started college, uh, bollocks. <laughs> he was clumsy. And, like, uh, and so we, at the time, the band done a. a uh, we said he was so clumsy he'd fall over his own bollocks. Uh, and. This was around the time of Viz and Buster Gonad. Um, and we'd done a cover of Big Spender called Big Bollocks. Uh, and it was all about him. And he did not, he wasn't very happy about that, obviously. Uh, <laughs> but to this day, it's really weird because obviously he's a friend of cunts and mine. Uh, and I am so desensitised to like, mm. oh, what we did tonight, oh, uh, yeah, me, Joe and Bollocks are going around cunts. That's a fucking <laughs> offensive, really offensive sentence right there, isn't it? <laughs> and if I, sometimes I refer to Joe as Grimcock because that was his nickname. <laughs> like, uh, yeah. So, but I'm I'm gonna go for the fact that like my mates still call Nick bollocks, and like, you know, Nick's That's married incredible. with kids. Like, you know, there yeah. shouldn't be people that have got like kids called bollocks still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so so in in that gang alone, uh, we had uh, Rich T, uh, Jeremy Grimcock. Obviously, I was Roy Tarmac, um, uh, and Cakes, Neil Pye, Muff Diver, <laughs> Destruction, G Spot, and who am I missing? Who am I missing? Uh. I think that might that might just be it. Oh, uh, De- De- Dennis was called Den Syndrome. Um, <laughs> like so, yeah. That that was that was my circle of friends. So it's weird, isn't it, when you're young that nicknames are just a thing, and it's like obviously if you've got a Tom, it's hey Tomo or something like mm. that. But I quite like it when it's like my mate Gavin was called G Spot. Like because he was very very popular with the ladies, <laughs> and like I just love shit like that when people make an effort with a nickname. There was a bloke at my college uh, who come in. I must have told this story in here before. He just come in one morning, one of them hip hop belt buckles, and uh, and, he, <laughs> and he just had word. They used to get like your name on it or whatever. Yeah. And he just, his one said psycho. <laughs> oh yeah. All right, Darren. No, it's psycho, <laughs> isn't it? Oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. Everyone calls me psycho. I didn't realise, Darren. <laughs> like, uh, fucking psycho. Like, yeah. That's right. the most embarrassing nickname ever, I think. Yeah. yeah. It is. Um, right, what you got? 
Uh, she's my number three my number three uh, I'll get I'll throw out some of my ones uh, more recently the noisy villain appointed by Ramesh Ranganathan do you know what um, I thought about the noisy villain when you just said self-appointed nickname coming in giving it the big one saying people call me psycho that was a very similar sort of scenario about you saying like yeah. Yeah, but when I go I, you know I really yeah, go and absolutely. I was, sorry mum and then my mum comes in and I apologise I just love that I just fucking love it it's beautiful and um Obviously, uh, one Aaron used to give me is two shugs. So when I was on like shooting sets with him, doing like, uh, you know, helping him with movie film production or whatever, he'd call me two shugs as in he, as in he wants two sugars in his tea. <laughs> <laughs> I really enjoyed that. It was wonderfully derogatory. Um, but Chrissy Goldtouch, CGT, like. The reason why I'm going to name that one is that I shouldn't be able to name myself Chrissy Goldtouch and people, some of my mates started then abbreviating it into Goldtouch, unironically. So, go ahead, Goldtouch. And I was thinking, how am I getting away? How have I got away with that? If you how can I, slip like, one in. All the yeah. abuse that I've got over the years. I guess at some point you're going to accidentally slip something through mm. that people don't, it doesn't go on people's radar. And I think Mark always saw it as ironic. But other people didn't, and I'd just be like, "This is amazing." People call me CGT. No one, most people would know, like the people who call me Gold Touch. Why? Um, and it was basically one day I was playing Pro Evolution Soccer with a few of my mates, and I'm I'm a bit of an annoying person to play a computer game with because you wouldn't you wouldn't know it, would you? But what I'll do is I will, um, you know, I will. I will tell you how good I am, and then if while I'm winning, I will rub your nose in it, um, and also write checks that my mouth can't cash as well. So you know, and so one day I was playing really well, and I was just commentating, and I commentated myself as Chrissy Goldtouch, and and that's where it stuck. And I just thought, wonderful, what a wonderful nickname! Congratulations, thanks, mate. You can call me Goldtouch if you want. Okay, cheers, Chris. Um... <laughs> That's the start of it, so I'll take it. Right, so this is my number three, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, right, so I'm going to go for... I've got two Steves. Uh, and one... Both of them didn't know that they had nicknames. It was one oh, of them right. ones that everyone else knew mm. their nicknames. Uh, and I remember we was, we was DJing one night, and we'd done some sort of competition... Mm. and cunt read out the answer and just completely didn't think and just went, and the winner is Creepy Steve. Oh, no. Uh, creepy Steve was really creepy. Like He looked like... Um, uh, like me? <laughs> get, get, uh, who's, who's, get, Jake Gyllenhaal, wasn't it? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, but creepy. Jake Killenhall when he's uh, in um, Donnie Darko. Yes. But more creepy. Yeah. On like, meth. Uh, okay. Yeah. I mean, he may have been completely fine, but I just remember we all were like, oh, he's well creepy. Uh, so, yeah, there was Creepy Steve. Oh. Uh, and then the, the really offensive one uh, was, can you remember? Um, and I hate everything about you by Ugly Kid Joe, like the yeah, Wayne's World yeah, song. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Well, that was a huge hit. And, uh, yeah, and <laughs> we uh, we had Ugly Kid Steve. <laughs> we 
Which is so horrible. That's so, that's so terrible. Uh, Ugly Kid Steve didn't know that was his name. Oh. Uh, <clears throat> yeah, I reckon I'm going to point the finger at Cunt on that one. Uh, or more than likely, Nick. Nick was the really mean one uh, back then. Uh, yeah, Ugly Kid Steve. That's really fucking offensive. It's pretty offensive, mate. <clears throat> yeah. But hopefully he don't listen to this podcast and uh, and hopefully he'll... Uh... Did he ever find out? No. God, no. Now's no. the time. I think He you wasn't even him... ugly. That's the thing. He was a really fucking all right bloke. Yeah. Uh, right. But you just kind of... I wouldn't even say it's the kind of behaviour that 17, 18 year olds do. Look for like the weakest fucking chink in someone's armour and just go <laughs> jump all over that. <laughs> like... Yeah, it's really, it's really out of character. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, Ugly Kid Steve and Creepy Steve at number three. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Okay. Uh, my number two is Pingu. Okay. Okay. So Pingu, this is cruel. Uh, in a fun way, um, I think. I mean, let the li- listeners can be the judge yeah. on this one, right? So we all know Pingu, the lovable little uh, sort of penguin that waddles around and sort of like goes, wow, wow, wow. Well, at school, supply teachers all had nicknames, didn't they? And they were always slightly odd. And uh, they always got, you know, when your supply teacher came in, you just thought, fucking excellent. Because mm. there's literally like, there's no recalls. They're not, they don't care mm. about what you say. And you... Big, well, they're not going to really... You won't get into too much trouble. Mm. Poor little Pingu. She was this... She was, like, old. She was really old and tiny. And she had a little walking stick. And she had a, had a real, real pronounced waddle. And um, it was... She was also called Pingu because of that. But, I mean, the main reason was because... One day... I've told this one. I'm sorry, guys, but... There was one day when I started squealing with another kid in class called Kevin. It wasn't Kevin Butman. And um, 
and uh, I squealed for some reason. I don't know why. Just because I was... Attention? <laughs> exactly that, attention. I was well, probably well, I was stabbing the dark there. But... Yeah, yeah, attention-seeking. And the weird thing is, um, everyone in the class turned around uh, and, the teacher didn't, and the teacher didn't say anything. And then Kevin squealed. And we just dis- made this wonderful discovery that Pingu couldn't pick up on high-pitched noises. And so anyone, oh, like, obviously, yeah. the, sort of like the carpet boy lads in the class weren't going to say it, weren't going to do it. Res- what I meant is the respectful, well-balanced kids were just like, mm. oh, that's a bit childish. Someone but, lit a match under CGT, though, didn't they? Oh, fuck me. The grockle was just like, <laughs> hey. And so me and Kev just proceeded to squeal our fucking little prepubescent mm. heads off. And uh, and the teacher didn't say anything. But other teachers, more than one teacher, knocked on the door and came in and would say to Pingu, is everything all right? And she'd be like, yeah, absolutely fine. Because no one was rude to Pingu because she was like nice and quite old and vulnerable. But there was still a vulnerability there that we could exploit. Mm. And um, without being directly horrible to her... Mm. So, yeah, that's what, we, obviously, we we took that and ran with it. And one teacher would come and go, is everything right? And she'd go, yeah, yeah, they'd go out. We'd start doing it again. Another teacher would come in and go, what was that noise? And she, she'd she say, well, it's, it's just not coming from in here. And you can imagine we're at the back of the classroom just fucking, this is, this is the best thing that's ever happened in my yeah. entire life. And <laughs> literally, as soon as that teacher closed the door, I would squeal so loud and they would close the door and then they'd come storming back in and then they realised that obviously she can't hear the fucking noise and they're like and she's like no one's making it and he just like look around and go I know it's one of you fucking stop it best it game ever cute. oh it was incredible so uh, good old Pingu uh, my favourite supply teacher for that wonderful wonderful um old age vulnerability she displayed. Love it. Love, Love it. it. Yeah. Uh, What's your take? we're talking, I've got a couple, I've got one from school, uh, a teacher um, who had a head like a spoon uh, and his name <laughs> was uh, Joseph Solis uh, and uh, he was just known as a PE teacher called Joe Spoon. And, uh, <laughs> spoon. Who you got next, our Spoonhead? <laughs> um, like, yeah, teacher's nicknames are the best. Um I've got one that I'm going to have to say afterwards because I do think it's just too offensive. <laughs> uh, yeah, I've removed a few as well. Like, uh, because I know when you think people just called him that and that would have wrecked his life. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, so anyway, um, I'm going to do a quick shout out to uh, the bloke from uh, the Oaks uh, growing up. Um, you had Benny the dog that was um, an old man that if you bought him a pint, he would literally crawl around the floor and bark at people. Uh, so, uh, in fairness, I think Benny was just an alcoholic uh, <laughs> that was uh, literally just desperate for drink to the point yeah. where people would exploit him. If you uh, got a bottle of whiskey, he would have noshed you off, absolutely. Benny the nosh. That's uh, what he'd been known if I, if I went there. Yeah. I, I didn't really go there. Um, and... Uh, the uh, the other one was a bloke that had obviously had some kind of surgery and his shoulders are very high. Uh, Terry oh, Nonek. No. <laughs> Terry Nonek. Like, yeah. uh, I haven't seen Terry. I used to see him all the time. I haven't seen him for a while. Uh, I don't know if he's still with us. Terry Nonek. Anyway, my uh, my number two is the sand engineer at the at the pink toothbrush. Um, Stevie Shep. Steve Shepard. 
and uh, and he's just mm-hmm. one of the loveliest old guys you'll ever meet. Mm. Um, he's he's you know he's always been on the scene. Like he's got to be he's got to be pushing seventy. Like just a lovely fella. Um, and maybe ten years ago, back when I was sort of just starting to finish doing bands myself, but was still putting bands on at the brush. He lost his hearing in one ear, which is obviously very detrimental mm. when yeah. sand is your job. Yeah. Um, but it did spur the best nickname ever. Uh, who's doing the PA tonight? Oh, Def Shepherd. Like <laughs> <laughs> Def Shepherd. That's fucking that's great. great. That's really good. So uh, that's yeah. what that's like. That's like an adult nickname. That is, it's a real caliber. There, it's not yeah. just uh, pointing out someone's fucking unfortunate. Well, not even unfortunate. Well, it really just is. He feet. lost his hearing. Yeah, no, not that. But it was a clever play on words. But yeah. no neck, Pete is like Terry No Neck. Terry No Neck is kind of like you're just pointing out something, aren't you? Yeah. It's like the childish version. It's normally quite mm. cruel. Terry Def- No Neck could be definitely one of the people in on the peripheries in Casino or fucking Goodfellas. Yeah, he could. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But Def Shepherd is just absolute class. It's a classy nickname. Mm. It's classy. It's witty. I'm all for that. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. What's your number two? I'm on number one, mate. Mm. So my number one. So this this comes back to like. I hope I can educate my kids because we've laughed at some of these and some of these are quite offensive or upsetting and, you know, they pick out on people's features and it's all it's all well and good saying, oh, yeah, well, I can take a joke. Everyone else else should. I don't, I don't think that's 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 entirely right. You know, a joke's good if the audience is laughing and if they're not, then, you know, pick your audience and know who you're with before you start saying shit. And that lad who came on a stag do with you clearly was talking to the wrong audience and mm. and anyway so this is like well just watch out and avoid nicknames um i, I, I try and teach that to my kids but I, so i obviously this is a tv person screech and screech dustin whatever his name is like he that that nickname and that character stuck with him so bad he ended up going the other way and being a bit hardcore and a bit tough didn't he and didn't he end up doing time for like pulling a knife on someone or stabbing someone that dustin is Diamond. he not in prison for murder? That's what I mean. Yeah. My, you know, but it's weird because I wonder how that, that, that nickname made him kind of like compensate in, in his future life. I don't know. But that's the most insane guesswork you've ever brought to this podcast. So his character being a bit of a donut. Mm. As he then, wanted to be. As then real... turned him into homo- a homicidal maniac. Cause, cause, yeah, because I've I got to break character mate... tonight. I've got to break. What are you going to do? Oh, kill someone. No, listen. Because he that ca- that character was so strong, people would see him in the street and probably call him Screech. And then after a while, Screech is a bit of a a useless tool, isn't he? He's really, dead. he's funny. Oh shit! Well, there you go. I think it's all because of his nickname. And then he probably took himself a bit too serious and wanted to be a bit of a gangster. He lived his life a little bit too on the, on the wild side. There you go. That's my absolute guesswork for today. Um, put that in your pocket. But anyway, I said that I've got one where it's a TV character and also a person. There was a lad at Cooper's. Oh, hang on, hang on. Let's, let's get this right here. Sorry. 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 Come on. Uh, Diamond. Uh, was arrested uh, in Wisconsin for possession of a switchblade knife, which mm. he was alleged to have pulled during a bar altercation in which a man mm. was stabbed. Uh, mm. Amanda Schultz, his fiancée, was found guilty of disorderly conduct and fined $500. Uh, he was convicted of two misdemeanors, carrying a concealed weapon and disorderly conduct. He was cleared of 
the most serious charge, recklessly endangering public safety. On June the 25th, he was sentenced to four months in jail. He served three months and was released on probation. Uh, but he then violated his terms and was arrested again. Uh, so he didn't kill anyone. Sorry, that was really fucking bad. Uh, was terrible guesswork, wasn't it? And yeah, um, lung cancer and yeah, died in February 2021, age 44. Fucking hell. <laughs> I mean, I never watched Saved by the Bell. Like, um, well, you missed out. It was quality. Uh, well, you know, oh, rest in peace, Dustin. Um, and, but shit name. Shit, uh, a tough name to get away from, I reckon, Screech. And I did it. Like, there was a kid at, uh, uh, um, there was a kid at Cooper's, and he looked just like fucking Screech, Stu. And I, I, I don't suppose I was the first person to say fucking Screech. Mm. But, you know, it's a bit like, I know I, I, know I named Baz Vegas Bag, Baz Vegas, and I've got, I'm pretty certain I, I did name him Screech. Mm. And, um, and he had that for fucking five years at Cooper's, and because I left Cooper's and went to Palmer's, and then no one else from Cooper's left and came to Palmer's in the year below me, except for fucking Screech. And when I saw him in the canteen, I was like, you know, I just, I just pointed out to some of my mates, oh, we used to go Cooper's. Uh, we called him Screech. And that was it. Back to Screech. So he probably thought he'd left fucking Cooper's. Chris but, um, ruining life. Fresh stuff. Well, the thing is, I, I, the thing is, I imagine, like, you know, that, let, let's be serious. Like, it was so obviously he looked like Screech. There's no fucking way I invented that as his nickname. Mm. Or probably anyone paid attention when I said it at Palmer's. But Your you Honor. can... Your Honour. But 100%, that poor bastard's name was Screech throughout that and that. It's a tough, that's a tough gig, isn't it? But yeah. maybe it made him tough. Maybe like the, uh, maybe oh, like Oh, yeah, well the, done. Congratulations. The, good the good jo- on you, Chris. The, the Johnny Cash song, yeah. Sue, hey? Bring him up rough. Yeah, toughen him up. Yeah. Well, you know, diamonds are formed under pressure. Dustin, Dustin Diamonds. diamonds. <laughs> oh, it's Dustin Diamonds are really fucking cool name. It's a great name. That's the worst thing. He's got a fucking, imagine having a wicked name. And your nickname being like the worst, and I everyone calls you the nickname. He went on Big Brother, like, and I remember him being all right. He was like, just seemed like a pretty nice dude. Obviously, just had a drink and got a bit fucking clever with a blade, but uh, <laughs> but you know that's nothing yeah. different to what happens where <laughs> where we're from. Um, anyway, my number one. What's your number one? Uh, my <laughs> it fucking blows my mind this name. Um, so when uh. The Bullseye Pub in Basildon, which I'm sure you're yeah. very familiar with, become yeah, the Market yeah. Tavern. Uh, yeah, it's now yeah, Colours, yeah, yeah. Uh, the, the gay bar. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. But in between the Bullseye and, and it being Colours, it was called the Market Tavern. Yeah. Uh, and I used to run a Friday night, sort of alternative night there for, for yeah. about three or four years. Yeah. And uh, and it was like your kind of entry-level alternative night. You know, you went there yeah. for a couple of years and then you went to the Toothbrush and, and to London and to other clubs. Yeah. Um. But um, one of the uh, things that blew my mind was I met this fella called Steve. Steve, Steve Gobber, I think his name was. Really fucking lovely bloke. Um, and I can't think what their other mate's name was. He was a big old, like, chunky metaler. Uh, but had a bit of confidence about him. Then they had their other tubby mate uh, that would, like wear one of them, like, massive Pantera T-shirts, uh, add, like, a bad mullet, like, um, really bad trainers done up too tight, like, a bad pair of jeans. Uh, but he would always be a little bit... I think once he got to this club and had probably escaped maybe 
you know, systematic bullying for 15 years at school, like, he found his confidence a little bit. And uh, and I remember sitting there with Steve one night, and uh, and he went, do you want a drink? And I was like, oh, yeah, go on, then, yeah, I'll have a, I'll have, I'll have a Diet Coke, please. And uh, and he was like, Martin, do you want a beer? And he was like, yeah. He said, what's dinner lady want? <laughs> and I was like, what? He went, what? I went, did you just call him dinner lady? <laughs> he went, yes, yeah, his name. And I was like, <laughs> why do you call him dinner lady? He said, because at school he had no friends and he hung around with a dinner lady. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but oh. the thing is, I now, at the toothbrush, I saw Steve's daughter... Yeah. Uh, who's still from around where I live, and she was just like, oh, you know my dad, Steve? And mm. I was like, Steve, is she going to stick up? I was like, fucking hell. I said, I ain't seen your dad for years. How is he? And, uh, and she went, yeah, yeah, he's doing really well. He said, like, you should know him and that. And uh, she, oh, she, he said, like, you knew Dinner Lady as well? And I just thought, <laughs> <laughs> Dinner Lady's probably about 45, still Dinner. being called Dinner Lady. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> it, weren't, it weren't even abbreviated to Dinner. It was just every time Dinner Lady. What a fucking <laughs> brilliant nickname. <laughs> Just fucking blew my mind. To this oh. day, whenever I hear the word dinner lady, I fucking chuckle to myself. <laughs> like, imagine having to hang around with the dinner ladies at school. That's fucking rough, isn't it? And like, yeah, it's really rough. You know, especially in like the, what I imagine was like the sort of late 80s, early 90s. Like, when you still used to get the old school dinner ladies in a tabard, just kind of like wandering around the playground. Like... I remember, <laughs> can't, who did can't convince? I can't was he convinced. It might have been Scottish Julie. He convinced her that in the event of war, obviously, like, before, like, you get called up, obviously, you know, the army go in, then the territorials go in. <laughs> he then convinced her uh, that it was then traffic wardens and then <laughs> dinner ladies. <laughs> <laughs> and then it was like you get called up. Yeah, you want to start worrying when dinner ladies are fucking getting sent out to Iraq. That's when shit gets real. Uh, yeah, number one, dinner lady. And I can't wait to press stop to tell you the one that I really don't want to say on here because I know I'll try not to laugh and I'll laugh and it'll be inappropriate <laughs> and I know you're going to laugh a lot. Uh, mm-hmm. And yeah, we'll just get cancelled. So, uh, yeah, we done? I think we're done. Hope you've enjoyed that episode. Encourage your... Kids not to use nicknames is that yeah, be the moral exactly. story? Right. I mean, we are talking about people that are called the MSC, but still. Okay, yeah. <laughs> true. Latest people. But it's a drunken soiree in the within. <laughs> Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast.